welcome to Books Unbound, the podcast where we unbind books to get to their hearts with your hosts, us. It's Ariel and Raylene. Hello. That's right, baby. You look so chill right now, Ariel. The way that you're sitting oh, is quite I'll tell chill. you why. <laughs> I'll tell you why I'm sitting this way, Raylene. <laughs> okay. So I, I was all ready. So excited to record this episode mm-hmm. because over the last few weeks, things have been pretty crazy at Books Unbound headquarters. Mm. You know, I was visiting you for a while, yeah. so we did some special episodes. Then you got, went and got married, and that was a whole song and dance. Mm-hmm. Um, Although maybe not literally. If you were out in the woods, I'm sure you didn't have a like a first dance or whatever. No, we did some fake uh, dancing for pictures, but that's Yes, it. I saw that. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, but so because of that, we it's almost been like a month. It actually has been a month yes. since we've recorded a normal episode because I was over there the week of July 20th. That is true. Um, and Whoa. It's now the end of August. Oh, so shit. it's been all, like all, a bit over a month since a normal episode. And I have just accumulated so many, so many stories, so many things to tell you. Yay. And I'm like, oh, I can't wait to tell her about that. Oh, I'll put that on the podcast. But slowly as the time goes by, things kind of like, I'm like, well, that's not even relevant anymore. Like yeah. now I'll just tell her about this. Well, today, genuinely three hours ago, something so stupid happened. <laughs> That explains why I'm sitting on this chair like an idiot. Raylene. Yeah. (laughs) I almost don't want to tell you because it's so dumb, but I have to. Okay. So as you will have seen, because I posted it onto my uh, close friend's Instagram, my well ran dry again. Oh, yeah. Right? So everybody on the podcast already knows about my well. It's been a dry, hot summer and everybody... Kind of everywhere, I'm sure, but like especially in Nova Scotia, a lot of wells run and try. It's not ideal, but it's fine. You call the fire department, as we've learned. Mm -hmm. They come out, they fill your well up. It's $50. dollars $50 well spent. Uh, Well spent. (laughs) Well spent on supporting the local fire department. And, uh, And you should then be on your merry way. Okay, so this happened to us again two days ago on Saturday. Our well ran dry. And I was like, no, this is so frustrating <laughs> because I don't think the department will be able to come out tomorrow on Sunday. And then I'm, um, so we're probably gonna have to wait till Monday to get water oh, again. No. That's a bummer. Thankfully, it rained on Saturday night. <gasps> so we actually had enough uh, water to kind of just like be using minimally here and there mm-hmm. until uh, throughout Sunday. Um, and then today, very excitingly, the fire department came. So I went out, I chatted with the, with the firemen and a firewoman and um, fire officers. That surely can't be right. <laughs> fire folks. <laughs> fire folks. Is that what you- yeah, I like that. <laughs> That's great. So I go out there uh, kind of chatting with them, thanking them very much for helping me out, paying them via e-transfer. Mm. The life is good. Life, we're living in the future. And they start to drive off. I look at the well and I realize they forgot to put the cover back on it. Like it's got like oh, a concrete yeah. cover. And I'm like, no problem. I've been lifting that thing on and off of the well for the last few days to check if we have water or not. So I know that I can do this. What I didn't account for was, so the way that they fill wells is that they overfill them for a while yeah. to kind of like let the ground around the well also get really soaked up and mm-hmm. stuff. 
So all of the ground around my well was really wet. Oh, jeez. As I approached the well, I walked over. I went to pick up the concrete lid. Mm -hmm. I slipped and I fell into my well. I was going to ask if that was what happened. (laughs) Imagine me in my my well. Imagine me in my well. So not only have I fallen off a balcony this year, I have also fallen into a well. I have scraped my leg the worst. I have scraped it in ages. So I'm literally sitting on the edge of my seat kind of twisted because my thigh, my entire thigh is so ripped up. It's so bad. So I didn't, how do I explain this? I didn't like my whole body was not submerged in the well. Thankfully, the hole of the well wasn't big enough. Well, it would be big enough for a kid to fall in there. Now I know why Batman became the Batman and the Batman Begins directed by Christopher <laughs> Nolan because falling in a well, it changes you, Raylene. <laughs> this is your origin um, story. But because I'm like an adult, like I'm obviously a bigger person than a kid, just kind of one full leg mm. fell in and Ow. it was kind of h- hilarious. My sandal didn't fall off. But, like, my shorts were completely soaked. My leg was soaked. Like, I was, like, in a well. You were in there. (laughs) I had to kind of, like, literally, like, do a push-up to kind of get myself out of the well. And I was so... I'm still to this day... I say to this day, it literally happened three (laughs) hours ago. I'm not sure if the men in the fire truck saw me fall. (gasps) Because they were just driving away. I'm like, if this ever happens again, I'm calling a different community fire department <laughs> i cannot show my face again um yeah instant bruises instant scrapes oh, i man. did cry a lot i did cry a lot <laughs> i i then i had to shower because it was so muddy and bad and like scraped up and everything that i was like i think i just have to shower to like because i can't wash this that's such a painful shower um it was like it was just a very dramatic fucking affair <laughs> And now it hurts. I'm going to try and sit on this seat, but it's like really, yeah, it's not good. So you'll see me fidgeting around a lot. Um, Stay comfy, my friend. But there you go, Raylene. I fell in a well. God damn it. Somehow I I knew that's where the story was going, but I was like, maybe it was something else. Maybe, just maybe something (laughs) else happened. I called my brother CJ, who edits the podcast a couple, like an hour ago, and I was talking to him about how I fell in a well. And he was like, I was like, and it was exact almost the exact conversation I had with him when I fell off the balcony where I was like, do I tell the podcast? (laughs) And and I was like, maybe the only good thing about falling in a well is that you can tell the pod a podcast about your falling in a well story. story. And now people know to watch out. When, if you get a well filled up, don't get too close to it. (laughs) PSA. It becomes slippery. Um, yeah, it could have gone way worse. Like if I had just fallen slightly differently, I really think I could have broken my leg or if I was a lot, well, I, my well is set up in a way that you'd have to be like a three-year-old to fall in there. Um, but like wells are all kind of built differently. So definitely be careful. I'm definitely going to be building something around that now just for extra security. Obviously that is not the well I built. It's the well that has, who knows when it was built 60 years ago or something. Um, but yeah. We learn something new every day, uh, new experiences. <laughs> mm-hmm. And my brother was like, you should tell the podcast because it's really funny, but also people are going to start to think of you as clumsy. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, 
that's just who I am, I think. I think I am clumsy, yeah. so... There and I go. am too. We can be clumsy together. I don't have any hilarious stories because I mostly just walk into everything that's around <laughs> yes, me. All, you always have bruises. Yeah, I'm always, always walking like, into yeah. tables, chairs, desks, <laughs> corners of all kinds. So we can be clumsy together. <laughs> we can be clumsy together. Yeah, Yours are just more no extreme. Shame. Yours are way more so, extreme. So, so I would. I'm really hoping that this there isn't like like you know how everyone says things happen in threes. Mm. Yeah. Two falls is enough. Stay for away me. from Let edges. The, how about the third the third fall is just autumn. Am I right, <laughs> folks? <laughs> Thank you. It Thank can be you. if that's what we imagine it to be. You just have to really lean into fall. <laughs> you have to fall the hardest. I, I have to fall hard into fall. Yeah. Um so everyone, don't worry, I am okay. Everything is okay. It was just a little accident. These things happen all the time to everyone, I'm sure. Uh but I had to tell you because well, because I fell in a well. Yeah. And uh, mainly I was just like, ah, at least we'll have a good podcast title out of it. Ariel fell in a yeah. well. Yeah. No, it's good stuff. I could, I could really see that becoming a cool imagery for the podcast. You know, if we ever have like a sticker or something, you could just say like, I fell in a well. And it's like you with your leg in a well. <laughs> It's very specific. <laughs> it's more, it's it's definitely more fairy tale-esque than like falling off a balcony. Although like Romeo and Juliet or like a Rapunzel type thing. Mm. Maybe I'm just a damsel in distress. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. And proud of it. <laughs> I did bravely, like I didn't cry at all when I fell in the wall. I didn't scream because I was very aware that people could be watching mm. and I was more just kind of like alert. And, you know, I think that that's a thing mainly when you're like on your own. When you get injured, mm. you're more serious about it a little bit because you have to be. Yeah. You're like, wait, I'm, I'm the one who has got to take care of the situation. I can't just totally. cry out for help. There's no one to help me. <laughs> so I just got myself out of the well. I put the cover on. Oh, good. <laughs> Amazing. Good thinking. I, I look, I, it was the adrenaline, you know? <laughs> and uh, I walk calmly back into my house, close the door behind me, and then I shout out into the house, Connor, I hurt myself. <laughs> And he, he came running down the stairs and i was like i'm okay i'm okay because I, I was like what if imagine he falls down the stairs and i was like this is a it's a whole thing yeah comedy of errors um uh anyways so that's my first update how are you doing how's your week been i'm doing just fine <laughs> everything is okay nothing crazy has happened i have absolutely nothing to report nothing actually. to report huh well today was yeah. your anniversary with kyle how was that Did, was it nice that's true today was our official nine years wow. of being together which is pretty dope um yeah i we just, just want like, everyone to know that together. raylene and i have been friends for 10 years that's it's important true. for me to you mention. win <laughs> every you. time thank you <laughs> kyle can oh, never beat maybe you. <laughs> 11 years because we met in late 2011 and it's right. 2022 you're right well Let's maybe I'm 11 years. i don't know well anyways i don't know man it's crazy we don't really have a specific anniversary so we can't years. track it we should we should we should ask youtube to find our first comment left on one of our <laughs> videos <laughs> That would be cute. <laughs> that would be cute. We'll yeah, figure you, that out. What did you guys do? Was it nice? Oh, it was nice. I mean, we kind of had like an anniversary weekend almost. Yeah. Like on Friday night, we had a big dinner at our favorite sushi restaurant, which was really fun. Oh, love that. And we watched a movie that day, I think, which yeah. I'll talk about on the movie tub. And then on Saturday, we just like chilled out, did some organization around the apartment and then watched another movie. And then fun. yesterday we did nothing. And then today we had breakfast together and then Kyle had to go to work. 
Lame. He's at work right now. This is an evening podcast, if people couldn't tell. It has a, a different energy, maybe. They always are yeah. a little more unhinged. A little more crazy. <laughs> it so. gives me enough time to fall into a well when we record it at night. Seriously, <laughs> if we had recorded in the morning, I wouldn't have known. Like, yeah, people you're right. wouldn't have known about the well. <laughs> you probably true. would have forgotten to talk about it next By week. By the next week. Yeah, no, you're totally right. That's really perfect funny. timing. <laughs> um, okay, well, what's crazy is that my next headline, my next Ariel Bissette headline, <laughs> Gosh. I thought was already, like, possibly uh, Pulitzer Prize winning. I thought it was going to be, like, the biggest headline of the year for us yeah. and before I fell in the well. I, yeah. But um, I'm still so excited to talk about this next little, I don't know, whatever, piece of news. So, I found out that... Harry Fallis, author of Albatross, Mm -hmm. was going to be doing a book event at a bookstore I've taken you to, (gasps) amazingly. Oh, my goodness. Lunenburg Bound. (gasps) in the best store. Lunenburg, as you can imagine. And so I found out about it because I follow them on Instagram. Um, You found out about it while you were here. Yeah, you're right. You're totally right. I was over there just probably mindlessly scrolling on Instagram and I was probably like, oh my God, Raylene. Terry (laughs) Fallis is going and it's Lunenburg for people who don't know is like an hour outside of Halifax. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, always worth the trip. It's so pretty there. But I was like, okay, this is, I've got to go. I must go. Mm -hmm. And I wrote it on my calendar and I kind of forgot about it. I had confirmed with the bookshop that you don't have to buy tickets. Amazingly, it was hosted by the library I'm not exactly sure why they didn't have the event in a library, but I like that they had it in a bookstore um, Mm -hmm. because it added like a really cool vibe, you know, and I love that bookstore. So anyways, the or maybe it's because he's going to sell books. I don't know. Regardless, (laughs) um, I show up to the day of the event. I had kind of forgotten about it. And if I was just in my calendar and I was like, Connor, in two days, it's the it's the Terry Fallis event. Oh, God. And you know what? Already, I need to correct myself because I learned at this event that it's pronounced Terry Fallis. <gasps> Is that the third fall? <laughs> there you go. There you go. The fall of Fallis. It is. It is Fallis. That's gonna take a long time to get fall. used to. Yeah, I know because we've been saying the other way for so long. Yeah. Um, but okay, no, no, no. Terry Fallis. Get it right, Ariel, or don't say it at all. Anyways, okay. <laughs> so Terry Fallis. I go to this event and I drag Connor along with me. He happily came. He was very excited. As people <laughs> will may remember, Connor is a uh, web developer, but he used to be a librarian. So that man, mm. he loves books. So we went to the event. First of all, we were, apart from one other person, we were the youngest people there by like maybe 40 years. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Which was so, so different for me. That for usual, when I go to book events, because, but when I think about it, when I've gone to book events, they've been in Ottawa or in Toronto um, or Vancouver or like big cities. And and it's usually for more of a YA author totally. type person. Yeah. But I was like, no, I live in Nova Scotia now, which doesn't have very many young people outside of Halifax. And um, Terry Fallis is a is an author who's been really popular in Canada for a long time. So he has fans who have been following yeah. him for like decades and stuff. So I was like, we were we were definitely the outsiders there. But it was first of all, I just want to give a huge shout out to Lunenburg Bound and to Same Page Libraries because they hosted such a lovely event. They gave Aww. us free wine. 
I opted oh for the goodness. lemonade because I was designated driver, but Connor got a free glass of wine <laughs> and I got that free sparkling lemonade, which I've never had at a book event. So that was really, really nice. Um, and then Terry Fallis uh, went up and did kind of like a presentation. I want to call it a present. He had a slideshow and it yeah. was super, super funny. He was a very funny person. He was really charming, you know, like charismatic. Mm-hmm. A really fun time. We laughed. It was it was one of those si- ah my leg. It was <laughs> ow. It was one of those situations where you're like n- none of these jokes would make sense to anyone outside of Canada. Like all of I his jokes that. were very Canada specific. Uh, but man, the people ate it up. They loved it. Of course, <laughs> it was so great. Um, so yeah, it was such a fun event. And then at the end, obviously, he was selling and signing books and stuff. So first of all, let me start with a tiny little book haul. I bought a book because I was like, first of all, I have to buy a book. I also bought some other things at that bookshop, which we'll talk about when we get to the book haul portion. But since we're in the Terry Fallis portion, I really (laughs) wanted to support him by buying a book. And one of the ones he talked about in his presentation, I don't remember what year it's from. It is from 2013. Um, but it's called No Relation and it's a book about characters who have names that are the same as really famous people. So the main character of the book, his name is Ernest Hemingway. I love that. (laughs) Um, it says this is Ernest's lifelong plight and now he faces more pressure as he is expected to take over the family business that he wants no part of with no job and no girlfriend, persistent family demands and a very public meltdown gone viral. That part excited me. Ernest decides he has had enough. It's time to take back his name. So I thought it sounded fun and kind of wacky, like Albatross. Um, yeah, I'm sure all of his books are kind of like yeah, that. Like, they, they probably have a bit of whimsy. You know? I think they must be, just based on his presentation and the stuff he mentioned. Um, I also asked a question, I which I should have maybe recorded myself doing. But I asked him about his book covers, because his book covers are all pretty yeah. different. And I was like, do you have any say in the book covers? Like, how do you feel about them? And that was kind of fun. It was fun hearing him talk about them but then i of course got my copy of albatross signed and he personalized it and it felt like a really big accomplishment for the podcast absolutely so i was very very excited about that but as i was standing there in line i was like you know i should definitely ask him to record something for the podcast right (laughs) i i it would be crazy if i didn't and so i did and we're oh going to play that clip right now. I'm so excited. I've been waiting for this for like two weeks. <laughs> hey, everyone. We've got Terry Fallis here. Oh, start again. Okay. <laughs> Terry Fallis. Terry Fallis. Thank you. Oh, my God. Okay. Hello, everybody. Okay, we've got Terry Fallis here. And I wanted to ask you about your fountain pen that you're holding because in albatross it's obviously a topic in the book and i actually bought my first fountain pen because of the book so what are you signing with today well believe it or not this is not a fountain pen <gasps> Uh-oh, ballpoint. it's a ballpoint because fountain pen would not work on this paper it would scratch it would not just scratch but it would bleed everywhere it would be this disaster. is not good paper but i have probably 17 or 18 oh, fountain pens at home that i keep tuned and inked 
and I use them as often as I can. So I love, I love them. Yeah, I bought mine. So I actually did this rookie mistake because I went out and I bought a fountain pen because of your book. I bought a random notebook right. and it didn't oh, work. Oh, no. It didn't work. So I had to learn about paper as yes, well. Yes, <laughs> exactly. You do. Well, all of the references to fountain pens in the novel, there was no research required for them at all. I just wrote that <laughs> off the top of my head because yeah. I know all of those fountain pens. I have most yeah. of the ones I referred to. So. I love that. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. And I love your book. And thank I love you. this event. It was so much fun to learn about well, the, where your books come from. Thank you for the promotion of the novel because <laughs> yeah. it's great. It really helps me. And I'm grateful. So yeah. thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Oh, that was so cute. <laughs> you can see that I was very kind of giggly. I yeah. was laughing a lot because I realized I'd forgotten to think of what I was going to ask him until <laughs> genuinely 30 seconds before we recorded. Yeah. And I was like, oh, dear Lord. I was like, I have no idea what I'm going to ask him. I have no idea. I was like, fountain pens, fountain pens. I'll just go up and ask him about that. <laughs> and then I just felt nervous and I was just laughing at the situation. Yeah. The other thing that was kind of funny and cute was that I got to meet a listener of the podcast. No way. So, oh, yes. And I actually got a clip from them, which was really exciting. So I want to play you that now. Hello, everyone. I'm <laughs> at the book event and I've just met Dana. Please say hello. Hello. This is very surreal. <laughs> So Dana's on the, we're, we're at this bookshop and we've just enjoyed the Terry Fallis event and you read Albatross. Please tell the people, did you like it? I loved it. It was great. It was about golf, which was bizarre, um, but I really enjoyed it. My dad was very, um, I don't know, just shocked that I kept talking about golf, but no, it was great. And there was some action in there. I loved the action in the middle. It was actually very exciting. Yes, it was very thrilling. <laughs> I love that. Well, thank you for being on the pod. Thank you for having me. Oh my god, that was even cuter. <laughs> it was so cute. I I was so excited. They came up and they said hello and they were really friendly and really sweet. We talked for a little while about, you know, Nova Scotia, but also about the book and about the podcast. And I was like, wanna mm. be on it? And Dana was like, okay. And I was like, <laughs> and so I felt a little bad like shoving my recording <laughs> into their yeah. face, but I was like, oh, this is fun. This is fun. And uh Dana was a great sport about it. So Dana in my f Dana was there, okay, as I was freaking out about not knowing what I was going to ask Terry <laughs> Fallis. And so I, uh, yeah, Dana saw the all the, the versions of me freaking out. And so in that. that in that little mania, I forgot to ask uh, Dana about like how I could follow you and like check you out because I was like, I've gotta I've gotta be pals with Dana now. So, Dana, if you're out there listening, uh, <laughs> send me a DM or something on Instagram because I was I, I feel bad that I didn't ask. Um, but yeah, so overall, it was super fun night, Raylene. I had loads I of that. fun. I felt so nervous going. I don't know why. I just felt really anxious for some reason that night. Yeah. And Connor was like, no, let's go. You're going to have fun. And I left it like high on life. I was like, wow, this was great. <laughs> so again, it shout out go. to uh, Ludenberg Bound for hosting such a great event and to St. Page Libraries and uh, to Terry Fallis because uh, yeah. that was fun, wasn't it? That was really fun. That, that, that was a big moment. That was a you, big moment. Wow. It was. But does this reminds me, don't you have... A few copies of Albatross? 
Yeah, I have three in my possession currently ready to be flown. Okay, <laughs> ready to throw into the sky. Yeah. So I think because of this monumental occasion, it would be a perfect occasion to give these away to patrons. So um, totally. when you're listening to this, it will be the first week of September. We're going to put up a poll the second week of September. So if anybody listening wants to become a patron just for a month, you can just do it yeah. for a month to enter, to win. We pick at random. We'll post a thing there. And this time there will be three books to give away, which is Heck really yeah. fun. That's more exciting. Um, yeah. So that was my other really juicy piece of news that I was very excited. My leg is so hot. You know when like oh, a thing gets I a little inflamed that. and hot? Mm. Yeah, or like cuz yeah. even now like maybe you're starting to heal and you know when you're healing it gets warm. <laughs> it's cooking. <laughs> it's cooking exactly. Your body's cooking until it gets back to normal. It's cooking. Um all right. It's well, gross. I think <laughs> I have one other fun thing to share with you, but it's at the end of the book haul. Okay. So I think we That's should perfect. shift into book haul mode. And I've obviously been talking for far too long here. So I'd <laughs> love to hear uh, from you. First of all, how many books do you have? So maybe we can... One, two, three, four, five, six books. Okay, great. Well, how about you start us off with two of them? Well, okay, I'll start with these two because I have two that are kind of random and then the rest were kind of all from one thing. So mm. firstly, very excitingly, I received an arc of Bliss Montage <gasps> well, I'll do that by with Ling you, Ma. I also Heck got yeah. it. I know. I was so excited. I've been anxiously waiting this book because yeah. we were asked by the publisher, which is FSG Books. Yes, um, and thank you. they reach out to us, and we were like, "Yes, we both want that book, please." <laughs> and yes. so ever since then, I've just been like, "Oh, I need this." So this is Ling Ma's newest book. This is her second book, and it's short stories. Mm. <gasps> so exciting! Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't really know too much about the stories, but it doesn't matter because I read Severance by Ling Ma a couple of years ago and absolutely loved it. So I'm pumped to have this finally. So that's awesome. That's the first part of my haul. It's pretty too, eh? Oh, it's gorgeous. I actually it's think... It's got such a cool cover. I think that this arc is really beautiful. Like, if this was the final copy, I would think this was... This feels like a final copy to me. Totally. Like, sometimes arcs are like, oh, like, yeah, they're so like really ugly. But this one... <laughs> but this one feels feels beautiful and yeah. feels very nice. Because it's got the beautiful same cover that's going to be on yeah. the hardcover. Oh, it's crisp. It's got oranges all over it. It is beautiful. <laughs> And then the second book I got was a late bridal shower gift. I met oh. up with one of my friends a couple of days ago and at the bridal shower, she was like, oh, Amazon failed me. There's one thing for you that hasn't shown up yet. So she gave me this book, which I'm so excited to finally have, In the Dream House oh, by wow. Carmen Maria Machado. Hell yeah. So uh, yeah, I've been wanting this book. I don't know why. Like I've just been feeling this craving for this book for so long and I've just been trying to patiently wait for a used copy to kind of cross my path. Yeah. But um, finally, I have been gifted a copy. So I have it now and I'm super excited to read it because I'm kind of getting to into a mood where I want to read some memoirs maybe but I'm also Whoa. in the mood for like spooky books and from what I understand this book is kind of like a spooky memoir a little Whoa. bit and so that's perfect yeah so so I'm like I think I might have to read this very soon but yeah so those are the first two books from my haul what have you got I'm standing <laughs> I was just gonna say something <laughs> happened I looked away for two seconds and you're in a different place <laughs> I've decided to stand for a while give the thigh some rest yeah um but I'm Raylene I just 
I've like I said, I've just been so excited to record this episode all week, all month, because I've got some freaking awesome books, books that I'm I know hyped. that you're gonna be so hyped on. Um, okay, I will. We'll start with this one. We've both talked about it. Maybe I should always podcast standing. It feels kind of cool. It's a good um, idea. I feel like I'm a, I'm doing like late night. <laughs> or like, or no, like, I, like I'm doing like a comedy show. That's what I feel like. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so, I like that. Maybe uh, I'll have to try that. What about later. Wells? Am I right, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> this is really funny to watch. Don't you just hate it when you walk out of your house and you fall in your well? <laughs> Shit. This is good stuff. I bought I Want to Die, but I Want <gasps> to Eat Takbaki. Oh, I'm jealous. And it's the one of those cool books that's like the hardcover is the dust jacket. It's so weird. I do like those, though, because dust jackets are annoying. I don't they like dust jackets. They are annoying. They are annoying. So this is a very, very interesting book for a lot of reasons. One, the title. Two, the cover. Three, mm-hmm. it's somehow not fiction. It's a memoir, which I It looks like fiction. It looks yeah. so much like fiction. It looks so much like fiction. Um, but it sounds so fantastic um, about... <laughs> Uh, a, a thing that's definitely become a genre in and of itself, like a woman yeah. in her 20s or 30s unsatisfied with her working life, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so that sounds We need really, to give really... that a name. We need to give yeah, that genre right. a name. Well, what, what was yours called? Unsound Women? Uh, Unsound Heroines, yeah. Unsound Heroines. I guess My that's collection. not exactly it because that doesn't have the yeah. like working part, but still. No, exactly. We'll figure something out. Yeah. Um... But yeah, so this book sounds really great. I've heard really good things about it. Um, look at how cute this author photo is. Oh my goodness. That is little such book. a lovely... Yeah, she's like reading. I love that. Um, so I'm really excited about that. And um, okay, next... Oh, which one do I want to do next? I'll just do this one. I don't think you and me have talked about this. Maybe you've seen it floating around Instagram. but i oh wait sorry i forgot to say on the other one it's translated by anton her um okay but this one is diary of a void by emmy yagi have you seen this one no no i don't know this one (gasps) you always surprise me you always like discover translated books that i've never heard of i love the cover i know it's so pretty so it says it's this is really interesting translated by david boyd who does so many of the translations we like. Yeah. But also Lucy North. So I don't know what that means, being translated by two people. I find that very, very very interesting. Um, Oh, yeah, on the back it says David Boyd... It like gives some of his bio. It says he has translated fiction by Hiroko Yamada and Hideo Furukawa, among others. And then Lucy North has translated works by Taiko Kono, Hiromi Kawakami, Fumiko Enchi, and Natsuko Imamura. So many of the authors mm. we really like. Yeah. Um, oh my God. Whoa. Rayleigh, look, <laughs> look at the inside flap. Whoa. Whoa. Ooh, it's giving me Stardew Valley. Oh my God, you're right. <laughs> There's a bunch of fruits and veg. Okay, so definitely I'll take lots of photos of these for the Instagram. But mm-hmm. this book, Raylene, this sounds so good. So it's, again, it's the same genre. It's a woman in a corporate job. Um, mm. It's, like it said, translated from the Japanese. And this it's a woman at a, at a corporate job who, uh, it says, does like all the menial tasks at her job. Um, but one day she announces to her boss and to her office that she's pregnant <gasps> but she's not she oh just wants to have more respect 
Yeah. And she knows that if she's pregnant or like perceived to be pregnant, people mm-hmm. will treat her with more respect and more kindness oh, and more generosity. Wow. So she just pretends to be pregnant. And like, oh, I love that. I know it's such a good concept. I love it when people do crazy things. <laughs> yes. It says pregnant Miss Shibata doesn't have to serve coffee to anyone. Pregnant Miss Shibata isn't forced to work overtime. Pregnant oh. Miss Shibata can rest, watch TV, take long baths, and even join an aerobics class for expectant mothers. Oh but God. she has a nine-month ruse to keep up. Before long, it becomes all-absorbing, and with the help of towel-stuffed shirts and a diary app that keeps track of every stage of her quote-unquote oh pregnancy, the boundary between her lie and her life begins to dissolve. Ah, it sounds so good. That's spooky. I love it. I knew you would love that. I was so excited to tell you about that one. Oh, that sounds so good. Um, Okay, give me another two. Okay, so the rest of my haul is because, as you may remember, a little while ago, you and I both went to book sales. So oh, we sure did. There was, another, there was another book sale this past weekend, but oh I wasn't God. able to go or slash didn't really feel like going, but okay, one of sure. my friends went. Oh. So my friend went and she found me some things. So I gave her a list of like specific books I was looking for, but then she also knows to kind of just look out for like Asian translated fiction for me as well. So she found a couple of each of those things for me. Okay. Um, so firstly, the two off of my list, I will show you. So the first book she got me is Free Food for Millionaires by Min Jin <gasps> Lee. Yes. Did which you talk about I, that one on a book holds? I might have. Well, yeah. I feel like because you might have. Yeah. It's it's very possible, but uh, it recently came out with a new cover. Like I think it has a 2022 cover because uh, Pachinko okay. just like got so popular with the show and everything. Yeah. But I got a nice old copy, so it's like just beautiful old general fiction looking from you know ten years ago or whatever, and I I love it. So I'm really excited to finally have that. Cool. And then the other book that she found off of my list is a book that I've been trying to find ever since it came out and i'm so happy to finally have it Mm. billy summers by stephen king so Uh this is one of his newest books and it's kind of more of like a mystery thriller so originally when it came out i wasn't like oh i need to buy that brand new because i didn't really know that much about it i still don't really know that much about it but i've just been like hunting for a used copy i was like you know what i will find cheap copies all these books were three dollars each so pretty good deal and um yeah so i'm super happy to finally have this stephen king book of course he has a new book coming out like in a week so i'm always a little bit behind on stephen but yeah he has a new book coming out called fairy tale i can't remember if i've talked about it but it sounds so good it's like fantasy and coming of age yeah so i'm dying for that book but I'm going to try and hold back because brand new hardcover is like $40. I don't think so. <laughs> That's really interesting. Yeah. Yes. That sounds... Well, those sound... I'm glad you got them. Those sound perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I'm going to finish off my haul here. So the two books that I got at the at the store went alongside the Terry Fallis event. Yeah. The first one is Sketch by Sketch Along Nova Scotia's South Shore by Emma Fitzgerald. So it is a book. It's sort of like a travelogue or a travel diary, but done in Mm -hmm. sketches. And Lunenberg is on the South Shore. I love that. Um, And I just thought, oh, this is such a pretty book to get um, while I'm here in the South Shore, having a nice moment. Um, Yeah, I'm wondering. There might be a there might even be a drawing of the bookshop in here. You never know. Although it's the whole South Shore, which is like kind of starts in southern halifax 
not southern halifax never eat shredded wheat western halifax (laughs) and then kind of like goes down the coast of nova scotia so it's not just Mm -hmm. that but she goes to all these little towns and does sketches of them and it looks really lovely and um i just love like a lot of the houses look like my house because they're all old buildings yeah and so it's just that style do you remember at the beginning the first book i read this year was if I had a house on the East Coast, it was a book yeah. that CJ gave me for Christmas. And yeah, it was just like a lyrical little book that was like a lot of, it kind of reminds me of that. So mm-hmm. anyway, that was really pretty. And the other one I got, <laughs> I'm like really excited about, but now I'm also kind of stressed about it. It's Uh-oh. Ghost Lovers by Lisa Tadeo. Oh. So I think I might've mentioned this on the podcast. I don't really recall. Oh, you know what? I mentioned it when I was over there with you because I was looking for it and the bookshops we went to, none of them had Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I thought, (laughs) and I think people can excuse why I thought it. I thought that some of these stories were about ghosts. Uh Oh. It is called Ghost Lover after all. I don't see anything that has to actually do with ghosts. So that's a little bit sad, but I'm also like, I've heard great things about it. So maybe it's going to be a great It's probably still good. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably still good. I just thought I was signing up for ghost stories. Um, (laughs) You're trying to build that ghost collection and it's not happening. I'm I'm trying desperately and the world is not supporting me in my endeavors. Um, The final book I got, I actually ordered um, and it got delivered a couple days ago. It's called Jane Austen at Home by Lucy Worsley. So it's a biography of Jane Austen. And I was so, I'm so excited to have this. You know that I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm doing something that is, (laughs) here's a dark little tunnel, uh, a tangent. (laughs) Uh I I was trying to figure something out about our podcast settings. And in doing so, I went down the rabbit hole and I found like people reviewing the pod. And most podcast reviews are lovely, right? There are people just like (laughs) jumping onto Apple Podcasts and they're like, love these girls, love the pod, like really friendly, lovely. But then there's always some dark souls out there, right? Who are just like, (laughs) (laughs) just saying stuff. Just evil. (laughs) And they're just saying stuff, man. And uh, somebody was like, it's like I forget exactly how they worded it. What I'm remembering in my mind is probably not what they actually wrote, but it was some, you know, it was something along the lines of like, it's a good podcast if you don't care about reading books and you just care about buying books. And I was like, oh shit, ouch, <laughs> watching. Um, I was like, okay, yeah. How right. many biographies have you read so far this year, Ariel? Well, and that's why I bring it up because <laughs> I haven't, and I'm like, I'm very aware. It's but it's it's almost like people think we're not aware that we buy a lot of books. Yeah, no, we know. <laughs> we we know. We know. I looked at my spreadsheet recently of my books that I've bought so far this year, and woo, scary stuff. <laughs> It's almost as if we're adult women that make money and can spend it however they want. I know. Uh, and I also hmm. don't spend money on anything else. Like, I don't yeah. buy clothes. Yeah. All I buy is like, books. This is our thing. <laughs> we buy books and we talk about them to all of our pals. Totally. Um, but anyways, so I'm doing that thing that you and I sometimes do uh, that I've noticed is a trend where mm. we want to get into something. Maybe it's short it. stories. Maybe it's yeah, Hiromi Kawakami. <laughs> like, hey, uh, <laughs> maybe it's Alice Munro. I maybe don't know. Maybe it's Alice Munro. We like really want to get into something, but for some reason, the first step is buying way too many of them. We have to buy we... like five or six yeah, before need, like, we can even begin. Exactly. 
<laughs> I need six biographies before I have the one Absolutely. I want to read. It's so I don't know why that's true, it's but so it is silly. It is true. Yeah. It's what it's what we keep doing. So this is that. Okay, I recognize yeah. it. No, I fully but I understand. I'm really excited to have it. I have loved Jane Austen since I was little because my dad would watch the period dramas with me because mm. he loved them. Um, and so I really, you know, I love Jane Austen's adaptations and then throughout school and my undergrad and, and actually my master's as well. I read some Austen and I just, I love Austen. I love the books. I love the shows. But then I realized, because basically because I watched The Persuasion and I started getting going down the rabbit hole of people Ooh. reviewing The New Persuasion. And I was like, what do I know about Jane Austen's actual life? Because there's that one movie called Becoming Jane that stars Anne Hathaway that's kind of a disaster because they just oh. like us, they just make up stuff about her life that isn't really real. And so, because <laughs> nice. we don't, it's one of those devastating situations in history, Raylene, where the like family members burned all of Jane Austen's letters after she died. Ugh. And it's like, yeah. Oh, good. Now we don't know anything really about her, but we do know a lot of stuff. So anyways, I got a biography. I'm really excited about this one. I think it's going to be great. I read a lot of reviews because as you can imagine, there are quite a few Jane Austen biographies. Mm -hmm. So I was doing good research about like which one. And this one seemed the most well-rounded, friendly, like fun approach to reading about her. So I was like, let's do it. Wow. The Somebody on the back of the book, Grace Dent, says, Lucy Worsley is the queen of British history. Long may she reign. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I love cute. that. That is cute. So that's what, what else has she heart. written? That author's name sounds familiar. Has she, she written anything else? Yeah. She, well, she does a lot of like British history stuff and she does a mm. lot of programs for the BBC and stuff. Um, okay. But nothing else that I recognized. Oh, maybe yeah. I'm just imagining things. I was talking to my friend Claire, um, who is British, and I mentioned, I was like, ah, Claire, I just bought this because I know she loves Austin. And she's mm -hmm. like, oh, is that the one by Lucy Worsley? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, <laughs> oh, we all love Lucy Worsley over here. She's like a national treasure. And I was like, oh, that's oh, cute. oh awesome. I had no idea. That's um, amazing. So yeah. So what are your other books? My last two books that I got are... Well, here's one. Actually, this one was on my list, too. I lied earlier. This My friend was so good at finding books off of my list. So she got me Men Without Women by Haruki Murakami in, like, pristine condition. Nobody has ever touched this book. Somebody clearly yeah. just bought it and then threw it away. Um, and this is the Murakami book that I've been wanting to get. More, like the very most for for the past little while because I not too long ago you may remember I read The Elephant Vanishes which was a short story collection which included the story that was made into the movie Burning and right. I haven't seen Drive My Car yet but I've been wanting to get this book because the story that inspired the movie Drive My Car is in this collection and so okay. I've just got really excited for some reason I was like I'm gonna love that movie so I have to get this book and so I've been hunting for it and I'm so happy to find have it and um murakami has got to be the author now that i have the most unread books of so like you make fun of me for hiromi kawakami and alice monroe but i have like over 10 i think yeah that true. i haven't read it's, it's starting true. to get out of control and i just feel like i need to have like a murakami month where i just absorb all of his books but that probably won't happen Anywho, and then the last book that she got for me is one I've never heard of, I don't think, but it just, she just told me the, the title and apparently it won the Nobel Prize for Literature. So well, that's pretty cool. Or I guess this author won the mm -hmm. Nobel Prize. And that book is Death by Water by oh. Kenzaburo Oe. Um, so yeah, I don't really know too much about this one. It sounds like one of the main characters is a writer, which is always cool. And that's it's got like cool. turbulent family relationships, which 
could either be really interesting or not. We'll see. Um, but yeah, oh, it also says on the back it was long listed for the International Man Booker in 2016. So that's cool. You know, we love the International Man Booker. We're huge fans of that uh, <laughs> that award. <laughs> that establishment. Yeah. yeah. So this one I kind of just took a chance on. She was like, do you want this? And I was Take like, sure, why not? Take a chance on me. Take a Woo! chance on free. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. Well, Raylene, it's funny that you mentioned Haruki Murakami. Because oh. do you remember I had another little tale to tell at the end of our haul? Yes. I have a gift for you. No. <laughs> no way. I'm so excited. <laughs> Hold on. The text message failed to send. Give me one oh moment. God. Oh my God. What's happening? Turn do not disturb off. I need to receive this text. <laughs> if my internet would work. Okay. I am, I am sending a file to you. Oh my god, I think I know what it is. Do you have it? Yeah. Hold on. What is it? Open. Open. Open, goddammit. <laughs> it won't open. It won't open. Okay, Raylene. I believe your file has opened. The file opened. Would I? And it is Haruki Murakami's upcoming book, Novelist as a Vocation, which is which another book about writing. Yeah. It's his new memoir. Which we've been it wanting. doesn't come out till the end of November. So I got us a super advanced copy. <sighs> <laughs> very, very grateful to this my men on the inside of the system here. <laughs> you understand what I need. I was so excited when I got this email because I was like, first of all, I had this like exciting freak out where I was like, oh my God, this is like the book I'm the most excited about probably. I can't believe I actually have it in my inbox. Yeah. And then I had the second wave of excitement where I was like, oh my God, I'm going to give it to Raylene live on the podcast. Yay! What a good <laughs> gift. And when you said Murakami, then you, say, you said you had a gift for me. I was like, if you met him somehow, I'm going to oh kill you. Oh my God, no <laughs> way. No, that would be that too That would have been too cool. Too I'm like, how I'd would that faint. have possibly happened? He was also at the Terry Fallis event. Can you imagine? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was at the well with me. Yeah, yeah. He was the fireman that helped you. I wouldn't fireman. be surprised. Well, thank uh, you. That is such a nice so, gift because... Yeah, you said, yeah, it's end of November is when the book is coming out, so... So we have some time to read it in advance and let yeah, the people yeah. know what we think. I know, we I think We could actually be good book yeah. reviewers for once in our lives. That's a good idea, actually, yeah. <laughs> Originally, for a second there, I freaked out in, inside my head because I was like, but it's not a, like a spooky book, but it'll be after Halloween, so I'll be done with spooky books anyway, so it'll be yeah, writer... Yeah. It'll be, oh, no, National Novel Writing Month. What a perfect time to read this book in November. yeah. Yeah, hey, that's cool. That's I know. Awesome. So that's anyway, very exciting. Super hyped to have that and super hyped to send it to you. So yet another. This episode is crazy. This, this episode's unhinged. We haven't even talked about what we've been reading. And it's been like over 45 minutes. <laughs> I know. So the next thing we have to talk about, though, is Death in Her Hands. Absolutely. By Otessa Moshveg. Mm-hmm. So, Raylene, if people didn't hear the episode last week, can you remind people of the challenge you issued me and us? <laughs> yes, I issued a challenge for us to both read Death in Her Hands. We basically had two weeks to do it, yet somehow I just finished it yeah. yesterday. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the challenge was just for both of us <laughs> to read it, partially because there was like an Instagram event being hosted by Voided Lux on Instagram, and she basically just made a challenge for people to read as many Otessa Moshfeg books or whichever ones you felt like. And I wanted to read at least one. So I was like, you know what? Death in her hands. Also, this is from your No More BS TBR. So in a way, oh my God. I'm Wait, kind of like I getting you started. I didn't think about that. Was this your I first one? No, remember I read The Alpine Path? Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm not so as bad as way. people make me out to be. 
The people are mean to me, but I'm actually, I'm just trying my best. You're just doing your best out here. So yeah, the challenge was to read this book. Uh, did you finish it? Yes. Oh! <laughs> yes, I think you did. Do you, I think do you, you did. think I've read it or do you think I didn't? I think you did. I didn't. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> oh, I put so much faith in you. <laughs> I read the hell out of that book. Nice. And all I have to say is, what was Otessa thinking? I what agree. Was that? This book. What the hell was that? Uh, <laughs> what was the point? I literally, I, I, I yeah, earlier today, because I actually finished it today. Oh, yeah. While painting. Um, oh, that's fun. But I, I literally went on a rant to Connor. I was like, what was the point of this book? Yeah. Like, what is she trying to say to me? I don't get what she's trying to yeah. say to me. I didn't like in feel it really? either. I didn't feel connected yeah. to it at any moment. So I'm like, okay, mm. there's first of all, like I, I remember I just like read the first 50 pages in one go and I was kind of like, okay, so far, like nothing is happening and that's okay for a little while. Um, but there's got to be something else going on. And it just kept going on and on with, you know, the, basically the main character discovers this note in the woods. She lives by herself. She's an old lady. And she discovers She's this like note. She's like 72? Yeah. 72? Yeah. And she discovers this note in the woods that says her name was Magda. Nobody will ever know who killed her. It wasn't me. Here is her dead body. But there's no dead body. So then the main character right. goes on this whole, like, whimsical adventure inside of her own head, just trying to, like, figure out who this person was and she like creates a whole story for her mm -hmm. and that's kind of all that, that happens and yeah 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 you're not wrong Raylene, you are not wrong you haven't forgotten any you haven't forgotten to mention anything no. i'm not like oh you'll wait you forgot the huge plot with the no there was no so yeah i mean it was interesting so i actually listened to the audiobook i listened to it for the, like the second half as well actually okay i did the audiobook for the whole thing because basically over the weekend i've just been doing so i've been doing so much housework mm -hmm. like painting and sanding and all the rest of it and so i was like okay actually this is perfect if i'm gonna read this book in time i'll just do the i'll start the audiobook mm -hmm. and oh i was so excited my library had it <sighs> so anyways i sorry <laughs> i felt my leg again and Oof. i was like after this tale i might have to go to bed um but i was like yeah i was like after um listening to maybe uh, a quarter of it or something mm -hmm. a few hours of it i was like yeah i'm kind of intrigued by this and this is kind of interesting like yeah. this woman is delusional so yeah like you said she found finds this note in the woods and then she starts imagining what could have happened mm -hmm. to this woman named Magda. Maybe she did die. Maybe she didn't die. Who killed her? Why did they kill her? And she starts imagining these different people in her town that could have done it. Mm -hmm. And then when she meets these real people in her real town, she gives them the names she's made up for yeah. them. Which is kind of cool. Yeah, and so, like I spooky. said, for the first... For the first quarter, I was like, yeah, this is a little spooky. It's a little stressful. Like, she is so convinced herself mm -hmm. that this is real and that this is happening and that the things she... And she thinks she's doing it in kind of a scientific way because she's like... She tries to basically be like a Sherlock Holmes character. Yeah, like, yeah. she wants to do, like, a murder mystery style story. And mm -hmm. so she's like, okay, so who could the suspect be? Hmm. I don't know. Well, maybe she has a boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. And his name could be Blake. Yeah, yeah. And, like, what if she lives in his basement? Yeah, yeah. And then, like, she's just fully convinced herself of it. Yeah. 
And again, that's interesting for a while, but that's just the whole book. Yeah. Like after a third half of the book, I'm sort of like, is there anything else going to kind of happen? Mm-mm. No, <laughs> nothing else happened. Um, at the end, she doesn't solve this murder really. She because 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 she made it up. <laughs> there's so, nothing to so solve <laughs> how yeah there isn't anything to solve because it's like she actually fully made it up um there's like a subplot with her dog which was kind of stressful and mm-hmm. that stressed me out <laughs> i think that at the end it was a coyote what do you <gasps> think did that occur to you no i didn't even think about that but yeah I don't that makes sense it does make sense <laughs> Just, there's not that much dog. to unpack in this book maybe her dog was a coyote hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're right i'm like yeah that's really grasping at straws so there was one line that i i actually was like oh wow that was a really good line like i think otessa moshfeg is a really good writer mm-hmm. but i don't think that this was a very good story no and i remember going into it it has a very low average rating on Goodreads, so I was like, uh-oh. Oh, does it? Yeah. I had a feeling it wasn't going to be fantastic, but I was like, maybe I'll still like it. And mm-hmm. in the end, I didn't really like it that much, unfortunately. It's... Yeah, real middle of the road favorite. for me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know if which one I like less between this and Homesick for Another World. I feel like Homesick for Another World at least had a few stories that were, like, solidly good. Yeah, whereas I didn't even finish that one. So I think that one I'm going to have to put below it because Mm. it was so miserable that I was like, I just, I kept dreading listening to it. I was like, another night where my last mood is going to be some sexual (laughs) deviant (laughs) doing some disgusting, like, at least this one didn't have any of that, which we've experienced in pretty much all of Otessa Moshfeg's books. She's pretty messed up. Honestly, I kept because we've read this is now my third and a half i guess yeah. like sort of my fourth mosh fag that i've read i was really expecting like some sort of messed up sex thing and i kept getting anxious every time Ooh. she pet the dog <gasps> i was like i was like no 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 please thankfully, no. i was like oh tess is gonna do something weird here um i guess i just felt very flat about the yeah. book i felt like there was some cool sentences thankfully it was really short it was very yeah, short was so i kind of yeah because i i had the book on like 1.5 speed i think mm-hmm. so it only took a few hours to, it was like f- four or five hours to get through it actually it was pretty yeah because it was less than eight hours on regular speed so i l- yeah. i played a lot of animal crossing while listening to the audiobook yes yeah, same i played a lot of animal <laughs> I started crossing getting back and painted it. a lot yeah um which was actually really fun yeah and the nice thing is i didn't like i found the book easy to listen to and easy to follow you know how we sometimes have issues following along with fiction audiobooks i totally agree i felt it really easy to follow because there wasn't really any other characters no that's just her making up a story i think that's my favorite kind of fiction audiobook is just like a person kind of their inner thoughts telling stream of consciousness yeah yeah yeah, I know what you mean. It yeah. felt it, it felt immersive. I thought that the audiobook narrator did a great job. She mm-hmm. was like acting like an old lady and yeah. putting a lot of putting a lot of passion into and it. It was kind of hilarious at stuff, the yeah. end when she finished doing her old lady voice and then she was like, "This is Allison. Thank you for listening to Penguin Random House." And I'm like, "Oh my god, that was your real voice." You, okay, me. Wow. you, you got me, Allison. You got me. Very I actually nice. don't know if her name was Allison. Um <laughs> Yeah, so it's, I feel like a little bit anticlimactic because I didn't love it. 
I wasn't like, ooh, baby, this I is I feel like there's really a reason good. why we kind of left this to one of the last Otessa Moshfegs that we read. You know, like Eileen we were really excited for and like I sort of, for another I guess, we're excited for. I felt a little differently, honestly, because I don't know if you remember, but uh, this was that one book that I had in Arc of uh-huh. like so long in advance. Yeah, and I so remember. because of that whole saga, I'd really built this one up in oh. my head. So I actually was going into it really excited. I was like, maybe this is going to be really, really good. Oh, like maybe this is going to be the best one. And I think I remember, did Max like it? Well done books? I don't know. I don't, I don't remember. For some reason, my brain, either he didn't like it or he did like it. Yeah. But my brain is like someone out the there that really options. liked it. <laughs> but somebody really liked it. And I was like, maybe I'll, that'll maybe it'll become my new favorite. But I'm, I, yeah, I'm, I know for certain I would not reread it. No. Me neither. Whereas I actually really want to reread my Year of Rest and Relaxation. Me too. And I already want to read Lapona again because that was a wild book. Yeah, that's got to be my next one for sure. Um, So which Moshfegs do we have left? We have McClue. McClue is the only one I have left because I've read Lapona. And I have Lapona. Yeah, we're almost there. That's really cool. Isn't that That's nice? really cool because we're so bad at this with everyone else. So it's cool to catch <laughs> yeah. up on one author. <laughs> totally. It'll feel nice to have read all of her books and be like excited for the next one. I feel like that should be. be a real goal of mine this year to like catch up to you. Finish the second half of uh, the I'm short sick. story yeah. collection. Yeah. Finish it because I still do mean to finish it, and I think now maybe I've had enough time away from it that yeah. I can go in and back like to the. Darkness. Some of my favorite stories were in like the second yeah. half towards the yeah, end. Like right. I think I disliked all of the ones in the first half, but then the second half mm-hmm. had some gems. So, so maybe I could go back to. and finish that, and then read Latvona, and we'll be caught up, and then maybe we could finish the year off with a glue buddy read. I would love that in December. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, that's gonna be my goal. My goal is gonna be to finish Homesick and read Latvona by December. So that we can then buddy read McGlue. I think that's a great idea. And then idea. we will have hold done it. Yeah. That's cool. That's really fun. Very cool. <sighs> well, okay. My leg is really hurting. I'm not going to lie to the people. Uh, <laughs> I've tried standing. I've tried moving around. It's not really working out. So I want to finish off. I have some fun book news, but they can wait until next week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, everything else can wait. So let's just finish off by talking about what we're currently reading Perfect. maybe. Yeah. Um, or if you want to talk about anything else you finished reading. Um, um, I don't really have any. I, here's my story. So okay. I started reading actually very excitingly A Certain hun- Hunger by no way, yeah, Chelsea yeah. G. Summers, I think is her name. I don't have it in yes. front of me now. Um, so I started reading that before we had decided to start reading Death in Her Hands. Or I kind of thought okay. I could read both of them, but then I ended sure. up not having enough time. So I had to put that yeah. one on hold to read Death in Her Hands. Yeah. And then now that I've finished Death in Her Hands, unfortunately, I'm not in the mood for it anymore. That's the, the struggles of being a mood reader. So I read the first like 80 pages. And at first I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like this because it is very much just like a woman's internal thoughts and it's very like beautifully written which I don't always care for <laughs> it's yeah. just like very wordy but I think but I ended up kind of getting into it and I'm like okay this is really okay. good it's very much like an Otessa Moshfeg book though where it's like sexual well, deviance funny. and like cannibalism oh. and like so right. I would say if you like Otessa Moshfeg or are in the mood for that just like 
go for it. It was really good what I read, but I'll finish it some other time. Who knows when? Um, but then maybe I decided Halloween. Maybe we'll see. I'm already starting. Mm -hmm. I'm getting into my spooky books vibe, though. So I have a lot of books on my shelf that I'm more excited to read, which is a partly okay, why totally. I think I kind of fell out of the mood for that one because I just yeah. got so many books that I'm excited for. And so I started reading a book that I just bought on my um, wedding horror haul. Um, oh yeah, nothing but Black in Teeth by Cassandra oh, Cobb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I started reading this yesterday. It's very, very short. So I'll finish it tonight. I'm just over halfway and. It's lots of fun. Like, it's such a short book that it's just very fast moving and like just got a fun vibe. This is the one that's about a group of friends who have all come to Japan. One of them is super rich and flew them all out to Japan for this little elopement that they're doing for two of the two of the friends. Mm. And the girl or woman in the who's getting married really wants to get married in a haunted house, basically, was the whole thing. And so they flew everyone out to this creepy Japanese house that has like all these legends of creepy stuff happening and people being buried in the walls and stuff and they decide to go there for a little fun time and a wedding and of course things are starting to go sideways so um Classic. yeah it's it's lots of fun so far and yeah like i said i'll probably finish it tonight and then i have to pick another spooky book to read so i'll have some Ooh. something exciting for the next time we record but i don't know what yet that's yeah. really fun yeah that is fun to start the spooky vibes. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's still August right now while we're recording this, but yes. it, in my heart, it is fall all the way. <laughs> my uh, pumpkin mugs still haven't arrived. Although I didn't check the mail today, so maybe they did arrive today. Mm. Um, okay. I have not... No, wait. I did finish one other thing I wanted to talk about real quick here. I read Inhabiting the Negative Space oh, by yeah. Jenny O'Dell. Um, so I had started this and I did finish it nice. and what I actually ended up doing, so I'd read like half of it. Um, and then I was doing my nails and I was like, what should I put on? And I had this thought, I was like, oh, if only I could keep reading while I'm doing my nails. Yeah. But then I was like, wait, actually they might've put the commencement speech online yeah. because they do that and they have. Oh, so amazing. if anybody out there is interested in re reading Inhabiting the Negative Space by Jenny O'Dell, it's fully uploaded for free on YouTube. It nice. was for the uh, Harvard University Graduate School of Design commencement in 2020. Mm. So they've uploaded the whole thing. The whole commencement is like three hours or something. Oh, wow. So um, you can just skip to her part, which is only like an hour. Yeah. yeah. Um, or it's actually less than an hour. So I, wa I watched it and it has all the same photos that are printed oh, in the cool. book i was gonna say the only downside would be missing out on the pictures <laughs> yeah but it she had them on screen oh, and cool. i still kind of paused and would uh highlight stuff um what would i say about this book <laughs> it like i started reading it and i was like oh oh my god it felt like going to the past because <laughs> it's written so academically mm -hmm. that it like it was like I literally felt a part of my brain like dust off. Like oh, the wow. part that I used to use in academia, mm -hmm. the part of me, it's like I, I literally I'm like, why do I, I think I've joked to you about this before, really, but I'm like, I have a master's and it's just such an insane waste of time. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't mean that. I don't mean that. Um, but like, I'm reading this and I'm like starting to remember words and the way that pe a liminal space mm. 
and I don't know, like stuff like that. And I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I can do this and I can be this person, but it's a, a world I've really stepped away from. Yeah. So there's nothing bad about it. You know what I mean? There's nothing bad about academic writing, except mm-hmm. that it is not really for the masses. It's very academic. So if that turns people off, it might. Did it, it feel might. easier to like listen to her giving yeah. the speech? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so I think you're right. Like if people wanted to just listen to it and watch it and mm-hmm. watch her go through it at a normal pace and everything, it's a lot easier than reading it when you're just sort yeah, of like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the <laughs> yes, word okay. sense making, that's a word I don't believe in personally. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit you know what honestly there's all these academics that are listening to this <coughs> podcast right now and it's like a trauma response do like, you know what i mean Where it's just like people like start talking about words like sense making and liminal and you're like oh no we're back um yeah it's just sort of funny so there you go it was fun and i'm glad that i read it and i'm glad that i listened to it but it also made me realize not to go on a huge tangent which is all i ever do but Uh, One of the things that really frustrates me personally about academia is that it is supremely bad at reaching the masses. Mm. Like, I actually think that most of academia, without knowing it, without bad intentions, but they kind of revel in talking in a coded language so that normal people don't understand it. Mm -hmm. And it's really frustrating because it's not very kind. And it's, I don't know, it's something that frustrates me. And it's frustrated me throughout all my degrees where I'm just sort of like, why are we doing this in such a closed off way? So reading this versus the other book of hers that I'd read, uh, How to Do Nothing, I'm like, How to Do Nothing is such a more powerful exciting book and it's because she tried to make it for the masses Mm -hmm. it's not for academia it's for general people you know yeah and i think that's it's such a more successful book i love that book it's so it was fun to read even though it is a little academic but that's cool right like she's there's there's nothing wrong with being academic there's nothing wrong with being smart and using big words like that is good i like when people do that but there's a way to do that and there's a way to not do that um but like i can't i literally am not upset with jenny odell at all because it's a commencement speech for a particular harvard class It's supposed to be academic. I'm just obviously hell-bent on, um, yeah, I don't know. Escaping academia. On escaping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Although I do still think in my 40s I'll go and get a PhD. Oh, totally. I I always think that. I'm like, instead of having a kid, I'll go and have a I'll go and do a PhD. Yeah. (laughs) Have my my seven years of of torture and then I'll finally be done. Yeah. Um, Okay. I went on a rant. But you know what? (laughs) I stand by it. My leg really hurts, Raylian. I want to go. Let's get out of here, dude. (laughs) All right. We're going to go report. Excuse me. We're going to go record the Patreon mini podcast, Movie Tub. I'm going to be talking about Persuasion because I finished watching it. Finally. I've been waiting for this moment. The Sandman, which I also finished watching. So I just want to quickly review both of those. What are you going to be reviewing? Uh, I'm going to be reviewing a a strange collection just like you. I will be reviewing the movie Red Notice and the TV show Schitt's Creek. I'm going to give you an update on where I'm at. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I just finished season five. So I'm almost at the end. Whoa, you really powered ahead. Yes. Um, (laughs) That will be over on our Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash books unbound. We will talk to you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye.